Hey, you're listening to Coffee and Books and Movies Podcast. Oh yeah, I am your host, Scott. Today we are talking about Star Wars and the High Republic series. Uh, book number two that I've read by them, The Rising Storm. Author is Kavan Scott. The book came out about a year ago. Um, it is for light and life. That is the quote of the book. Uh, so where do we begin? This basically uh, takes place in the early Republic era of the Star Wars universe, the Republic being the good guys, basically, until the Empire kind of smashed it. So this is early, early, way before anything happened in the Star Wars universe. Needless to say, spoilers on this episode. And if you haven't already, be sure to follow this podcast and share with your friends. Okay, so let's get started. This book is a decent book at basically fan fiction. <laughs> in a nutshell, it is a guy who's basically working for the Star Wars universe, like Disney, uh, and is writing and coming up with new stories and churning them out quite quickly. There's multiple comics and books, and it's very convoluted and hard to follow in the order. And basically what I'm saying is, is I couldn't tell if this was book two or not, but I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, so let me tell you what I liked about this book. It was unique. Uh, it follows a new villain in the story, the Nihil, who are basically a group of ragtag pirates that go from one part of the galaxy to the other, and their basically only goal is to raid enemy, uh, well, basically everyone. Raid the Republic for parts is basically the name of the game, and basically hate Jedi because Jedi are all about law and order and they're pirates, and they obviously do not like Jedi. So the idea is they're called the Rising Storm, or they're basically their army is called the Storm. Uh, so this whole book is dedicated to basically this incredible, uh, powerful battle that's near Coruscant, uh, you know, one of the main centers of the Galactic Empire. Uh, so what basically happens in the Republic is that they are trying to showcase unity and peace, and they're holding a huge festival of all the nations and uh, species that are invited, and they all try to basically show strength through allegiance, uh, specifically after the first book uh, events. So they have built an orbital space station where the Jedi kind of hang out, uh, you know, their Jedi are kind of the police of the galaxy are going from place to place trying to solve mysteries and crimes. Um, they are fighting all types of different battles, including, uh, you know, battling invasive species. Uh, the Neo are just kind of taking advantage of when the Jedi aren't around and plundering places for parts. You have our main villain of the story. His name is Roe. Roe's main mission objective is held into mysteriousness throughout the entire novel. In other words, we're not quite sure what the big surprise was as to what he was making all these pirates do for him. But I think the main idea was that, hey, I'm just going to use, utilize these guys for my purpose and I'll kill them if they get in my way. And so that's basically what happens. He decides that we're going to attack this fair, this festival that's going on. When he does that, uh, the Jedi are there to stop him. There's a massive battle, but there aren't enough Jedi uh, they're slowly losing numbers. Uh, it is only with the strength and alliance of the Republic standing together as one, where other armies show up, that uh, they are able to turn the tide of the battle and you know fight against the pirates. Now, what happened? Uh, basically, one of the more intri intriguing aspects of the story 
is that uh, in this series, the main villain, Ro, acquires the technology that can disrupt lightsabers, which I thought was a cool idea. Um, it disrupts any electronic component, kind of like an electric shock, so to speak. But basically, it disables blasters and lightsabers and all of the stuff so the Jedi are completely defenseless against their weapons. Uh, number two, the Neil are basically composed of multiple groups of people of different races and species, kind of like the Republic. So they have different advantages, different weapons, different parts that they use. And they are scavengers and smart, so their technology wasn't pretty incredible. Like, they have little tiny nanorobots that can eat things. So that's also another intriguing aspect. The villain was quite well. Um, as far as for how many different Jedi make an appearance in the story, there's quite a few. In fact, way too many to recount. So... I'm just going to say that the main book had some of the main characters. New characters were added in. Um, you know, old characters from the original Star Wars show that haven't made an appearance yet make an appearance in this, like Yoda. But basically, there are way too many people to count. And uh, overall, I'm going to say I give this book a 3 out of 5. A solid 3 stars. And here's why. It's a solid, entertaining book. It was a little hard to follow with all the different Jedi and people, but the villains were spectacular in it. I think that this series has potential room to grow. Um, I don't know if I'm going to read another one, though, because it got quite confusing and hard to keep up with, and my visualization of what these Jedi look like are based on the art that's on the front cover and also based on the TV shows that come out on Disney+. Plus. So in my head, they kind of all look like Obi-Wan. Uh, but, and, you know, actor Ewan McGregor. Okay, so, um, having said that, if you're a Star Wars fan or anything Star Wars, this book was super cheap on Amazon. I bought it for like $6. Um, so that's always a plus, getting a book that's hardback for super cheap. And, uh, you know, it was a kind of a nice little gift to myself. And I think that if you like the Star Wars universe, you will accept this book and, collect it. But uh, the only thing I'm going to warn people about is that the Star, War Star Wars book universe is almost as crazy big as the actual movie universe. They keep coming up with new books and new series, um, and they keep rehashing kind of old ideas and new ideas, and there's a whole, like, you know, idea of, like, people collecting all this. You don't have to collect everything. I would like to read everything in this one particular series, and I think they have different authors doing it. So... That would be a nice aspect, too, of reading a book and then it's a different author. But I'm going to just have to say, the jury's out on this one. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5 average rating for an average book. Um, we'll see if I visit the universe again. Anyway, that's all for uh, the rating of Star Wars The High Republic, The Rising Storm. My next book is going to be Hirohito and the Making of Modern Japan by author Herbert B. Bix. Uh, who is a Japanese historian. Um, it's probably going to be the last book I read about Japan for a while, so you'll have to bear with me. But basically, this is the biography of Hirohito's life, the emperor of Japan during World War II. Uh, basically, the most famous one <laughs> that most people like Americans would know uh, and other people outside of Japan. So there's always that. And I'm going to just say that it's really large and it's going to probably take me a long time to read it. But stay tuned because there will probably be other books and other movies coming out in the near future. I have 
tons of books that I bought recently. Here's a few titles to keep you waiting. The Book of the Dead by uh, the ancient Egyptians that were, the manuscript was translated. I'm very interested in that one. We have a fantasy book, The Watchtower by Elizabeth A. Lynn. Uh, we have Empire of the Summer Moon by S.C. Gwynn about the Native Americans uh, who were living on the plains. Uh, we have Margot Price's autobiography, uh, country music store here in Nashville. Have Lord of the Rings, uh, the 50th anniversary edition series of Fellowship, The Return of the King, and The Two Towers. Uh, we have books about Australia in The Ghost and the Bounty Hunter by Adam Courtney. Uh, we have Bullet Train by Kataro Asaka. And we have, of course, the history and the, uh, the history of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire by uh, Edward Gibson, I believe. Anyway, there's just a few books on the list. I even have some horror books in there, like Stephen King's It. So we'll mix it up. We'll make sure that we get a good variety going in the future. But anyway, thank you for listening again to this podcast. Be sure to share it with a friend. That is how we get more views. I'm almost at 10,000 views, so thank you for listening. I will be releasing a special episode when that happens. And uh, thank you guys once again.